0: Well, you know what they say in the kink community? They say two submissives can't be together cuz they'll both just be too submissive. So neither one will take action. And then two yeah. doms can't be together because they'll both be just fighting for control and do- and dominance. So you can't have Yeah. But that's totally not how it actually works. Like I yeah,
1: I've heard it, I've heard those jokes made, but like people are complicated human and like fully realized human beings and yeah. like you can figure out a way to like interact with them. It's not like trying to plug two plugs to each, o- into but, each you other into each other it's but, like we're we're humans and we're not strictly one thing,
0: yeah, but what well, usually a- what actually happens like I know two submissives and what actually happened with them was one person was more dominant than the other, so one of them just happens to dominate the other more than than the other and they, it's their only chance they ever dominate someone.
2: hi survivors. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm Bailey.
1: And I'm Oliver.
2: I'm Cactus. And this is Survivor Survivor Team Team Go!
1: Well, at least Cheerio didn't Yelp this yeah. time.
2: It was a little bit strug's of like, there's three people. How do you I know. do well, it? No, this was the way we should have done it. Elbows. Elbow, uh, <laughs> do I, I want? One, two. This is hard. Yeah, <laughs> we got it. Good. Okay, we are talking about BDSM right now.
1: Ellie has calluses on her hands.
0: I have calluses on my hands.
2: Yeah. I I wish I had calluses. I do have on my calluses. Hands.
0: It's because I lift all day.
1: I kind of feel, like, as a person who's, like, non-binary, but, like, in sort of gender identity, but leaning male. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this among, like, different groups of, like, gendered groups of people, like, a lot of times I just sort of feel like a man in the world or, like, close enough. But in groups of men, I was in a group of men for a month, like, every Monday for rehearsal for this men's chorus. And I just felt very female there. And yeah. not because they weren't, like, sort of supportive of me being my male identity or whatever, being trans or whatever. They had a trans guy in the chorus. I just felt like as somebody who, like, was trained to, like, take care of people's emotions and, like... Um, but you're only
0: trained to take care of people's emotions because...
1: People thought I was female for a long time?
0: Because women are trained yeah. to take care of women's people's emotions. And Men I, are trained to not... To Feel give emotions. them give them You're to not other supposed people. to even show emotion. Yeah, right? you're not
1: supposed to even think of yourself as having that many, I think. You're supposed yeah. to think of it as being an event in the world that's occurring or something. I don't really know.
2: Yeah. But yeah.
1: um it just felt I just I just felt compared to this group of people, this mass of mostly like male I strictly mostly strictly male identified people, I just felt like like, more female than usual, and, like, and not in, like, a, necessarily an uncomfortable way, although it was uncomfortable with them.
0: No, I, I get just it. Just in comparison. Well, I mean, I'll hang out with, like, if I go somewhere and there's only straight women, like, if I go to, like, a friend, like, a straight friend's party, I I'll, for some reason, I don't feel like a straight woman. I don't even feel like a woman who dates men. Like, even though all the, like, I can understand what it's like to date men, I can understand what it's like to sleep with men... All of a sudden, I feel like this isn't right. Like, I'm like, the gayest one in the group, even though I'm really not, I don't think I'm really that gay. I'm like, yeah. So it's just... Like, that's how I feel, and because I don't wear makeup or something. It's like, all of a sudden, I'm less who my am. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't when you're hanging things. out with a
1: bunch of lesbians, you're like, oh, well. Yeah, I
0: feel like that when I'm hanging out with a bunch but of lesbians, But then, like, you type. hang out with a bunch of
1: straight <laughs> women, and you're like, oh, I'm super butch compared to these guys.
0: Yeah, it's just really odd. But, I mean, it's, like, I guess ultimately you have to be like, well, I'm not them. Like, you yeah. really aren't a straight, like, what is it, uh, mean, a cis yeah. male.
1: I'm not a cis guy, and I'm not... Uh, like stri- like strictly male. Anyway, I was just yeah. saying that's the it doesn't fi- framework where yeah. I can sort of see, like, su- like it being a spectrum, yeah, f- of submission and dom- dominance yeah. and but
0: people forget and it's other a spectrum
1: elements of the BDSM acronym, yeah, like of,
0: I mean, but everything desires that a you want, spectrum like that,
1: and it's more complicated, I think, than just a linear spectrum,
0: right? Because.
1: I feel like there's things all over the place, and it's not just a line. You can't line them up in order, necessarily. There's, like, you have these desires. Like, I don't think gender is a spectrum that's a linear spectrum. Like, you can grab from different places all over the gender map. Yeah. It doesn't go in order. Like, I want to mostly want my pronouns to be he, but I have other, like, but, like, I I sort of identify as non-binary some of the time, so...
0: What I usually tell people, because I do I do vetting for the for the dungeon out here, so when I vet people, I tell them the best way to negotiate, since they've never negotiated a scene or play with somebody, I'll say you tell them what you don't want, right? So really, because that's what matters the most is what you is to get what you don't want. Like if you don't want to have sex with somebody, you need to tell them you don't want to have sex with them. But if you tell them you want to do all these other things, but not mention that you don't want to have sex, then that might happen on accident because you didn't mention it. I don't
1: like the model, that model of like, like, that's not, that's like a model of like no means no. That's not a model of like enthusiastic consent.
0: It's, but like, it's as a, I see it as a safety thing. Like if I go in.
1: No, I'm, I'm saying as a safety thing, it doesn't seem safe enough.
0: Like it's never it, safe enough.
1: Like it that's seems how like, I feel. like you should not have sex with someone unless they say, I want to have sex with you. Yes, I but know. some people
0: go into the scene and they're like, I want you to control everything. I want, I'm going to give you But people will go into the scene and say they want they want their the other person to have full control over them, to do whatever they want to them, to use them, to basically abuse them and, and everything. Because yeah. that's what they want. They want to be hurt. They want to be um, they want to, like, leave the scene crying. And if you don't tell, tell them that you don't want to have sex, then how will they know? And some people will say that if I tell you, if they say stop, that doesn't mean stop the scene. Because really what scene protocol is uh, yellow and red. So red means the scene's over and yellow means it's like approaching an, an end
1: for a new person though i would worry so much that they a wouldn't know what they don't want right wouldn't be aware enough of their boundaries for their boundaries not to get crossed and b you for especially for a new person but for anybody if something gets if feelings get really intense you might not remember yellow and red you uh. might just think stop and oh. I don't. Yeah, I know that that's know. like a kink thing to I have a fantasy like maybe, of wanting to say stop, but
2: I feel like maybe like, uh, but this is all stuff that's. Like, I mean, needs
0: to be the, like you don't know you can't talk during a scene until you're in the scene and this happens, yeah. and your partner is supposed to read this. However, from like the dungeon point of view, we can't ban someone if you didn't tell them you didn't want this. If you didn't yeah. tell them, we can't. We can't ban someone for. for yeah having non-consensual sex if you didn't not not consent, if you didn't yeah. say that you didn't yeah. want sex. I mean,
2: the thing is, is that it's, like, you're already saying, I feel like, I don't know,
0: and it's they, really
2: hard, consent can be really hard with, like, BDSM, and I feel like you're sort of projecting yeah. a lot of your fears. Yeah, no, I am. Like, the, the fact that you're, like, going, going into that situation, like, I think Allie's right, like, you're already sort of consenting, to us like a pretty like sexual thing and if you don't want to have sex with somebody as part of it like I feel like that should be the first thing you, you say. should tell them that just yeah. like just like when we were saying earlier if you are in a relationship with somebody and you're dating somebody and you don't want to have sex with them you should be upfront about that and you should be like well I don't want sex to be part of our relationship yeah it's sort of like that because yeah. if you don't say that, they're going to assume that you want sex to be part of their relationship because you're entering into a relationship mm-hmm. and it's like you're entering into like a yeah BDSM thing. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. So usually what I say on top of that is I'm also like, do not, your first scene that you do with someone should never be that extreme. First off, you should never have some big, gigantic, dangerous scene where you are in a situation where you don't, you're... These sort of things might be might happen to you yeah i tell people to not jump in fully because that's what i feel like that's what happened to me was i jumped in i just made this huge leap into the into the deep end and immediately on accident did like fully submitted to somebody and it was just it's just like it just took so long for me to realize what was going on mentally
2: yeah um, mm-hmm. but you
0: can't but I mean, when you are in that moment in a scene, someone can ask you about having sex, and you'll be in such a su- submissive space. Yeah, subs- And, yeah, you'll be in a sub space, and you'll be so willing to please that person, and you'll say, yes, yes, I will. So you can't even consent. It doesn't, consent doesn't count in the scene, and you don't even know that as a new person going in. Yeah. But I generally ha- like, when I talk to people, when I negotiate for myself, I, always, I tell them I will not renegotiate anything in the middle of the scene if you ask me to no, know because it ruins everything for me <laughs> personally
1: yeah that's a good thing to know
0: yeah but I also I also just hear all these terrible stories because I'm like on staff at a dungeon so I hear every bad story you're on staff? yeah I'm on staff it was like this bad decision I made it, Why is I would rather bad decision? have you than lots of people because I'm just I just vet people, and I... Some people really open up when the, you're in the middle of vetting them. Um, and I have to make this decision on if this person's allowed to go into the dungeon or not. And, like, in the dungeons, it's a private dungeon. So we only allow people who are vetted into the dungeon. Wait, is, wait,
2: do you get paid for this? No,
0: I don't. Okay. I just go in, I just get to get, go into the dungeon for free, and I have a key to the dungeon. So that's really... Oh, okay. I love that. So, so you, you guys don't have to pay.
2: Yeah, so... so what
0: is vetting? Vetting... Um, so I have to, so in order to go to the dungeon, to get the address of the dungeon, you have to be vetted. Okay. Yeah. That's all it is. And the vetting process is, it's really easy. Kind of. Okay. I'm just, so what I do is I'd be like, so what, why do you want to go to the dungeon? Why are you interested in coming out? And then they'll give me their reason and then I'll talk to them about what, what kind of goes on there and about our safety reasons. And then I kind of like to just have a conversation. Mm Mm-hmm. If I can have a conversation, I can get a lot, and I can read out of, out of somebody a lot. Yeah. You seem like you'd be good at that. Yeah, well, and that's really the way... Like, you can ask... There's there's just no question, right questions to ask. I guess yeah. that's really the best way to put it. Because but, there's so many questions... And a lot of these people are all about mind-fucking other people, right? And Like, all, like doms are always about mind-fucking each other. What about, does that mean? It means... Um, Playing with you, like not mentally playing with you. Wait,
2: okay, so, but why was it a bad decision?
0: Why Is was it you a made bad this decision? terrible decision? Because I feel like I'm just too involved into it all, and I just can't do enough for them. Well, That's you're like really an empath. Um, um, he, and
1: you're, you seem like very a very empathetic person, like a sponge, and yeah. you are soaking up the emotions of a lot of people. If you're vetting them in these like intuitive conversations about where you ask them questions and sort of try to get a sense of them, and it's like, it seems Wait, like a okay. lot.
2: pause it, pause it. But yeah,
0: yeah, it is a problem then, too, in the bedding. However, it's a bigger problem when they have, um... They'll have dominant males do vetting, and that's a problem because they'll go into every vetting as... As looking if someone's, if someone's interested in being dismissive, they'll want them as their own. And if someone's a dominant, they're going to want them out because it's kind of all like an alpha. It gets to be like alpha sort of thing.
1: That sounds, that sounds Yeah, toxic. that sounds sort
2: of like that, looking for prey or something. Because you're not supposed yeah, to be dominant
1: outside of this, like, outside of the consensual dominant
0: space, right? I think some people can't do it. Can't turn it off? Yeah, like, I guess, like, I, like, I do identify as, like, a 21st. Seven, but I'm a 24-7, I do, I identify as primal 24-7, if anything. But what I can, is primal? Primal is more, is like hunter, it's hunter prey. So, like, if there's something I want, that that's what I go, I will chase after it.
2: Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the way I put it. But primal is, like, the most complicated thing ever, and it's all about, um... It's it's totally raw and it's totally about instincts and like you just like free yourself completely. There's nothing more free. If it's like two wolves going at it, kind of thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> werewolf sex. Yes. Is Wolf there nodding? Sex.
2: What nodding? Yeah. Oh, this is a thing that he's into. It's What's like a furry nodding? thing. i never heard of nodding. It's it's it when dog when dogs have sex after they ejaculate. When wolves have sex. Okay, when wolves have sex... I thought dogs did it, too. Technically, but I dogs. don't want to
1: think about dogs having sex.
2: Okay, well, <laughs> when canines have sex, after they ejaculate, a knot forms? No, it's
1: before they ejaculate. I
2: thought it was after.
1: No, because, okay. like, that's part
2: Oliver, of the... it. Oliver, before this. they <laughs> They get
1: locked together. Okay, so... No.
2: He can't explain it without being weird, because he's, like, into it.
1: I'm... Only in werewolf porn. But he's, porn. like, super
2: ashamed of being into it. So only in werewolf corn. There is, like...
1: the not it's... It's not weird if it's if they're partly humanoid.
2: <laughs> no, it's still weird. No,
1: it's still weird. There's it so is. many
2: weird Whatever, things. it doesn't matter. No shame. Yeah, I mean no shame.
1: Furries are fine.
2: Before they ejaculate, a knot forms at the base of the penis that keeps them attached. So yeah. the penis can't come out of the dog vagina. I'm
1: not into totally. any actual animals. I would like to say like without being You're honest. not into
0: bestiality.
1: Nope, just to clarify.
0: What were you talking about? We were talking about. We were talking, we were about, talking
1: about vetting people with vetting Venus people, in, and then we got sidetracked onto nodding. Sorry about that.
2: How did you find this dungeon? I on FetLife.
0: So mm. anyone ever wants to find a dungeon, they get on Life. That's really why I was surprised that your friend wasn't on on Life because
1: I mean
0: he's weird. He is weird, and he, <laughs> he I'm not weird. really surprised, but at he's, the same time, like if you just join, he's FetLife, on apps.
2: It's he's all not there. On the internet. There's an app for Fetline. Is, I feel I don't like
1: know.
2: he is into it, but he's yeah. not into like the scene. But I have no idea, really. I don't know. It's
1: it's, it's like pulling teeth like trying to get him to talk about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I feel like he Unless wouldn't you, go to a place, like what you're talking about. Because that mm. has too much structure. He just wants like some something with a specific person Yeah, between the two of them.
1: So he wants one-on-one, because that's easier for him.
0: Yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah, I mean, the one-on-one is easier, but life is safer. The dungeon aspect is just safer.
1: I mean, I that's <laughs> what it sounds like from the research that I've done on BDSM.
0: Yeah, if you're going to go I've find... Known, I've had
1: other friends who've also been into BDSM, and that's what they've kind of yeah. related to me.
0: Yeah, well, it's easier if you're yeah. looking for that, then that's... Like if you're looking for that kind of dynamic at all. You it's easier to find someone on FetLife to do it than to talk to people on like Tinder or somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. But if he's using some gay men, I he think he's using Recon.
1: Out. I think that's what I saw.
0: Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe he's is it, actually okay. But I've heard those apps are da- Like gay men have problems too. Like their apps are dangerous. I think too.
1: he keeps a sharp eye out for predators, but
2: I feel like he. I asked him if he had any like bad experiences, and he sort of glossed over it. But that's kind of how he is with bad yeah. experiences.
1: Yeah, he's like, uh, it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, I, they happen. Yeah. What are
0: we, and I don't know. Like, with the kink community, like, we were always talking. We have so many fretters, like, in our community that...
1: Have so many what?
0: We have fretters and we have oh, bad fretters. people in our community. And so whenever someone does actually come out and say that they were... a like, they were... They had their consent violated, or they were raped or something. Where I'm always like, well, let's get this fixed. Let's get this person the community. Let's, yeah. I'm like, but however, we need you to come out and talk to a leader of the dungeon. And you have to give them a verbal statement about what happened to you. And then they're like, I don't want to do that. I never want to be in the dungeon or anywhere near the king community ever again. And then they disappear.
1: Yeah. And that's... so that
0: other person continues to do the shit that they've always done.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, that's the problem everywhere. Yeah. It's very yeah.
1: hard to come forward it's and really talk about your, the people who have hurt you, which is why we have this podcast. Yep. Yeah. Both, like, it's for the survivors on multiple levels. We want survivors to share their stories. We are sharing our stories. We find other survivors to share their stories in the, from, from the news and stuff. We've, and we call out the abusers on yeah. this podcast.
0: It's, it's, yeah, it's really hard. The, and then the other problem that we have and the reason why we need them to come out is because the people who do come out are usually people who were not, nothing actually happened and that they're just trying to get someone else banned because they are, there's just something going on. I don't know. So some people lie and they'll say that someone abused them or hurt them when really that didn't happen and they'll destroy this person's reputation in the process
2: Hmm.
1: Hmm. so that's that's thorny
0: that's that's the messed up part is that like and we have this problem in our society of people lying about it
1: Uh, it's
0: not very it's not very common but it just causes enough problems like people just need to stop lying about
2: like it's like rape should not be lied about but this it's Hmm. I, I personally live by a code of always believe the victim and it's like, it can be hard sometimes because a lot of times you really like, like my sister's husband, like I really, she said that he abused her and I really kind of don't believe her. I kind of don't. I think that she was abusive to him and I think that she is lying about it. Um, but that doesn't matter. I believe her. Yeah. Because you always believe the victim. There's just... And people... that's just like a political stance that I take, is what I'm trying to say. Is like, it's better that... I, f- I feel like it's...
1: Better to err on... There's
2: so many people that are called liars who aren't lying that it's better to err on the side of... Believing. Believing.
1: And if Ethan came out and said, hey, Sarah abused me, if you're... Sorry, I should say that again without names, maybe?
2: I mean, I don't know. I don't care. They're never going to listen to the podcast. Uh, if, Sarah,
1: if, if if Ethan came out and said, hey, Sarah abused me, like, you could believe both of those things to in order to believe the person who was saying... I don't know. I don't know.
2: I mean, it. I I don't know. Also, it, it's never like... There's no absolutes, and it's never easy, and, you know, they could have abused each other, but also I feel like that is an excuse that's been given by a lot of abusers. Like, they abuse you, and then you try to stand up for yourself or fight back, and then they're like, see, you're abusing me too. I think the bra... Yeah. Well, I think you should always... The victim's the one who's most important. They're the ones
0: who are hurt. They're the ones who, like, need the comfort and support, and really, I think it'd be absolutely horrible if someone was like, I was raped and then they were like, "We don't know about this. Like, hold mm-hmm. up here. Like, we don't believe Where's you." Where's the proof? Where's yeah, the proof? I think that's absolutely horrible to do to someone, and that's traumatic and scarring and terrible. Mm-hmm. However, um, however, so I mean, we got, but you have to have proof,
2: I guess. There can't. I mean, you do. And that's where, I... and you don't. We... I don't know. For the police, you have to have proof.
0: Yeah, that's where we are in the dungeon in the BSM world. Is that we need the proof because people are because people are lying for some reason. Um, this woman, I had someone send me a message saying that they that they were assaulted and they had their consent violated by someone, and they sent me photos and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they had scars on their they had scratch marks on their chest because the person had beat them on their chest. Hmm. Um, she said that he took her out to the back parking lot after a munch, like a meetup. Okay. Like a public meetup, but we're not allowed to do anything yeah. kinky. The in... munches
1: are like non-sexual community meetups. Right? Well, it's in public. This is yeah.
0: at a bar, so anyone can go to it. Yeah. Uh, and he beat her there in the back, like on the on the parking lot ground on the concrete. Mm-hmm. And apparently, she waited a week to tell anybody, and I was and I thought that was weird. But I didn't judge her for anything and I, and I told the guy who did it because he was a friend of mine. I was like, I can't talk to you about about the I can't talk to you today. like they're like yeah. I have to go talk to somebody else. like you just can't be messaging me today. And finally and so I talked I had to talk to like another because he was in charge of a group. So that's why she was afraid of coming out about the story. Uh-huh. because she because he's he's a group leader. So he, they she thought that he wouldn't get banned. What group? And, uh is like, like another BDSM group. Oh okay. Yeah. He wasn't in charge of the dungeon, but he was close enough. Like he ran the this meetup group. Okay. Yeah. So she So he's like an authority figure. She, yeah, he's an authority figure. So they so she thought that he wouldn't get banned because he's an authority figure. However, I know the other people on that group staff and they do care about people.
2: Yeah.
0: Like people we do care, like everyone in the community who's a leader does care. Yeah. But and so I told her that and I was like I was like, Well we need to talk to a leader about it, you need to tell them what's going on. And so we did. And then we talked to him and he, he had screenshots of a completely different conversation with her. She had the pictures on the, the marks on her chest uh-huh. because she sent them to him. Okay. And asked him for more. Okay. Like, she, she, like, begged him for more, and she begged him that Wednesday night, or that, the, the night of the munch, to, like, give her marks and to do this, and she negotiated a scene with him and to do this play with him.
2: In the parking lot? Yeah. Okay.
0: There was someone else who watched the whole thing happen, and for some reason she didn't mention that this other girl was there and watched it. Okay. And like all the toys that he used on her were her toys, so she gave him the toys.
2: What toys? Like whips and stuff?
0: Yeah, I think it was. There was like a like a wooden sword. Hmm. But she consented to everything and told him that she loved it. told him Told him that she wanted more marks. Told him she couldn't wait for the scene on Saturday night. She said. So
2: that was all via text. Yeah.
1: So there was written proof that she had negotiated.
2: But how do you know she sent those texts? Maybe somebody stole her phone.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing that I. And was it's thinking all some that... kind
2: of crazy setup. And who is this, this other? This is girl? going like really too far, though. Like I don't know if he's like.
1: If he's a really one of the. But yeah.
2: he's never
0: known for doing any
2: of this. He's stuff. never done
0: it to anybody else. Yeah, and then we caught. Con- we ended up contacting. Is she someone... known for? Yeah, that was the weird thing, was that we contacted, because she had moved here from Seattle, and when we looked at, talked to people she had played with in Seattle, they said that she had a history of doing this, of doing this. Oh, well. And there's people who, like, cheat on their spouses, and in order to get out of their spouses being upset, they say that they are raped. And that's happened before in the king community, too. So, when I'm vetting people, I always say to get everything in writing. I'm like, you might just do the whole negotiating negotiations in writing. That way, if something goes wrong, we have complete written proof.
1: Documentation. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: So, that's what he showed was that he had complete written documentation to use those to, toys on her. Like, from a different conversation that he had. Because he, he had it. 'Cause he was in the middle of a divorce and his ex wife had pulled this pulled something similar on him and he just pulled it out.
2: Like she went oh. to the
0: police.
1: His so ex wife someone else He did have a history. So
2: he did have a history. Someone yeah. else accused him of doing Yeah, so the he, same thing?
0: Yeah. But his ex but he was able to pull out the message with his ex wife. And, oh, so but he, he could have so,
1: easily texted that. Yeah, stuff so on he had from
0: from the other girls' phone. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't know. It's just going. Especially if they were, I don't. At some know, point but if you're saying that he submissive. did the same thing with his ex-wife, where his ex-wife was like, "Oh, you raped me," and then he pulled out. She went to the police though. Text this message. This other woman that. didn't go to the police. She said the police were too busy. She waited a week. But she, he, did, but he did. But he does have a history of doing this exact same thing. He that looks bad for him. I'm not it saying it's kind of, absolute. Well,
0: it looks, it kind of looks bad. I mean, it's just like a weird, it's, very, it's bad situation. It's someone who's ended up in this situation one too many times.
1: It just seems like he could have, yeah. when he was married to this other woman, he could have, like, taken her, like, like planned that he was going to do something terrible I mean, to her, like, like rape yeah. her or whatever, Say I wanted... and then steal her phone, texted it in advance that she wanted this, and then done it.
2: Yeah. And then when Whoa. she went to the cops, and then when she went to the cops, she
1: was like, he was like, oh hey, here's yeah. proof that she and actually. He could have
2: deleted the text messages from her phone, and then she wouldn't have even known that he had sent those texts. But he would have screenshotted them on his phone. So then yeah. she goes to the police and she's like, he raped me. And then he's like, look at this, I have this whole scene. He and is... then he gets away with it with his ex wife. So he's like, I'm gonna do it again.
1: Yeah. Well, but he, she he... still divorces him. Yeah. Because she was raped. He raped her. But like, I don't know.
2: It was.
0: I don't know. That's a
1: lot of effort, but people do... People
0: do crazy shit, man. I mean, ultimately, like, this isn't a decision that I made. This is just a decision I was involved with, but...
1: That uh, sucks to...
2: I mean, that's just, like... Yeah, to make this impossible to, like... Arbitrate? Exactly. I just think...
0: I mean, I thought it was weird that the girl... And ultimately, with the girl, like, I didn't talk to her, and I would like... Because I talked to her friend, because her friend... Messaged me and was like, "So why didn't you guys ban this guy?" And I'm like, "Probably because it doesn't, it's just nothing's like it's just not all quite adding up, right? Like, it sounds like someone's lying, and we don't know who, we no one can figure out who, so we can't just ban
2: him outright."
1: Um, you could just ban them both. <laughs> I don't know.
2: They, that group I mean, can. that's like the police coming to I my house know. and being like, "I'm gonna we're yeah. gonna send you both to prison." I don't know yeah. what to. Th- you don't, don't ban. You can't ban what the what victim. What. That would be wrong.
0: Yeah. You can't, I don't, you can't shame the victim, right? No. However, yes. with her with her she was well, anyways, but her friend messaged me and was like, Why didn't this guy get banned? And I was like, Well, we can't ban him because the things aren't adding up and then she she said I was telling her, I'm like, It sounds I'm like, I think something went like something must have gone wrong. Like she must have changed her mind on playing with him again. And she was like, she's, she was like, well, my friend's allowed to make change her mind if she doesn't want to. I'm like, yeah, she can change her mind afterwards. She can't change her mind a week later and say that she was violated. I don't think, I don't I know mean, if that's right.
2: If it did, I don't know. The time doesn't bother me at all, because like, if something horrible happens to you, it can take time for you to like get up the courage to come forward about it. Yeah, yeah but you can't change your consent. Well, that that's the problem. Is like, do you think? The, I guess that's the problem that's is the like, discussion we should have on it. Like, did you can change your consent? Did she or did she not consent?
1: Prior, yeah. And, did and she or did she not? He has consent?
2: this, these text messages, mm-hmm. but if he had text messages from his wife, but and she the won't same show thing her text messages with the wife. She won't show her text messages. Yeah,
0: she mm-hmm. wouldn't show them. And then she just ultimately was just like she just messaged. I don't know. I don't, I don't
2: know. She
0: just dropped it all, too. She was just... I don't
2: know. She dropped it, it all. It seems like also weird that she
1: would say, oh, he violated me, here's proof. But then... I mean, honestly... Have, have texted him those things.
2: This is, like, exactly the sort of situation that I would, like, not want to be part of, like, a BDSM. Yeah, that's... Community. For this exact that's situation. That's like why I was she saying just, all of
1: those, like, really yeah. tense things earlier about how, well, if you were new yeah, and you exactly. wouldn't know. I was like, I that's just me being like, just, I'm too scared to do this. I wouldn't yeah, be able to like, do this.
0: Well, she wasn't new. Like, she has exper- no, an experience. No, I'm not saying she yeah, was. No, I'm just like,
1: projecting that would be, I'm I would be new and I would not be able to
2: do it.
0: Yeah, well, that's why that's why I was saying, like, as a new person, you do not enter into a new... It's just not a mm, good, good idea advice. to ju- jump right into it all. Like, it's really mm. dangerous really quickly. I'm
1: just going to not have sex for a few years. It's fine. <laughs> Much well, less BDSM sex. You can
0: have sex, and you can do BDSM. Just be safe about it, you know? I just... Uh, like, don't have sex with someone without protection if you've yeah. never met them before in your life. And yeah. especially not... You know, at this point in the world, if you don't ask somebody if they have, like... STDs, if they give you STDs, you can't sue them or anything for it. Because mm. I had an ex who, she was getting sued by by someone she slept with because he he said that she gave her STDs. He said that she gave her, gave him um, HIV. Jesus. Oh, that's yeah. a serious accusation. Yeah, and so, and he was like in the hospital, like, bleeding from his dick, and so he was crying, he was really upset about oh, no. it. Yeah. But She went... He went to the police about it, and...
1: I have a really weird, terrible story about...
0: Bleeding from the dick? (laughs) No,
1: about a woman who had HIV who I really think wanted to have sex with me.
2: Yeah. Who was that? It was when I was
1: staying at a hotel for a year. Oh. And there was this woman who was, like, in her 40s, and she, like, took a liking to me, and she was talking about how she was dying of AIDS... Okay, and she was very obviously very lonely, and she misunderstood what I meant about being trans. And I hung out and drank wine in her room. Oh wait, left. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, it was real unwise. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that she wanted to have sex. I
0: well, th- and you can have sex with someone with and I,
2: STDs. You just got to. be She safe, talked a lot right? about. Yeah. Well, she
1: talked a lot of. She also talked a lot about how it's difficult to get.
2: Well, it's hard because condoms can break.
1: To yeah, get it's really HIV dangerous. from uh someone who has a vagina like
2: Oh. And well, that's well, not that's really not true.
1: true.
2: Yeah, people We do, know somebody
1: who got HIV from
2: Yeah, we do know somebody that got HIV
1: from from a cisgender woman.
2: Yeah. Well, Gosh.
0: I think that <laughs> people think it's you hear stories and you're like, well, it can't be that bad and then it's not, you don't, it's yeah. not going to happen every time. It's like when you have sex without protection, like you're not going to have a ba- get the person pregnant every time, so why ha- wear a condom every time? It's like, whoa, 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 You wear the condom because of the possibility of it happening, not because it happens every time. The
1: risk is just I too mean, great. yeah. Like the, the chances might be, like whatever, it doesn't matter what the chances are because the, the, the possibility that, that, that it that it happens at all, is like, I mean, it's death. I mean, it's, well, HIV is not a death sentence anymore. But it's very bad. Although PrEP, people who are on PrEP basically just can't get, I don't know. I shouldn't say anything irresponsible. Yeah, no. But there's a lot more, uh, it has been making um, uh, sex that doesn't involve condoms or barriers a lot safer.
0: Yeah.
1: PrEP has been making sex a lot safer. Yeah For a lot of people I think
0: And really Yeah I mean you just have to talk to your partner I mean you're supposed to talk to the person before you have sex with and them And talk
1: to your doctor about PrEP yeah. This has been an advertisement for PrEP
0: And I, I swear I do I have like plenty of great, good stories from the BSM community I'm just now stuck on the staff Where I'm just hearing these like bad stories Well so, And I have people who come to me and tell me bad stories And I have people That
1: sounds triggering as hell
0: It is slightly triggering as hell. But it's also, the other problem is that we, it also just kind of washes over the whole like seriousness of it all when you have, when you've had like, I think like I've talked to like five five or six people about it, like personally, where they've just come to me and like spoken to me about some incident and I've just been like, well, you just need to go talk to people on, you need, we're going to, I'm just going to take you to the dungeon owner and you're going to speak to her and then and then from there we can we'll handle the situation. And then, and I feel like I just gloss over like the actual pain of some, that someone's going through, and it's just because it's just so tiring to hear this all the time or hear this. And then ultimately they don't even go and fucking talk to the dungeon owner. So you are just. I mean,
1: yeah.
2: Well, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. To have to tell your story over and over, and maybe they don't trust her and they trust you. They. I. No one trusts the dungeon owner because they think she's because they, they think she's bad
0: because they, they don't think she's doing a good enough job. everyone's upset with dungeon owners everyone's upset with everybody in authority. That's the bottom line. No one's happy with the authority figures, right?
2: Sometimes you are I mean are you I've had I've had I've had bosses that I like
1: This is what yeah. I was that I keep trying to say I would rather have you vetting people even though it's like I wouldn't wish that job on my friend Cactus who I care about <laughs> and feel protective of. Um, and I want the best for your, like, mental well-being, but also, I can imagine myself as a part of your dungeon, and I would rather have you, like, in charge of vetting people than, uh, like, plenty of people I've known.
2: It's also, it can be so hard, like, to have to prove yourself to someone, you know? When I disclosed about my abuse to my mother, she called me a liar, and she was like, you have no proof. And I was like, well, your husband was raping me when I was two, so how the fuck am I supposed to have proof? Like, I remember it. Yeah. But I mean, you I were know, two. Were you like, supposed to
1: have been collecting, like, yeah. pictures?
2: Was I supposed to have evidence? No I mean, one I even knows that too. like, what's going yeah, on, really. Yeah, exactly. But, That's... like, I feel like it, it's easy to empathize with, like, that because it's like, well, obviously a child is innocent. But, like, a lot of people who are survivors are in that same situation of, like, it's, it's so hard when somebody's like, well, I need proof. And it's like, how do you prove it? It's he said, she said. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) It is he said, she said. And,
1: yeah. I was raped as, like, a young adult in college, and uh, for a long time I didn't identify it as rape. And I think because, uh, like, my mom heard about it throughout the whole, throughout, like, most of that timeline where, like, I was just sort of uncomfortable about this to later being like, so I was raped... That's what happened.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: that's that's what it what this sequence of events that I told you about was. It was
2: yeah rape. But it took you time to like it come to terms years with it. To
1: be like, Oh, that's rape. Even when people were like, I think you can just probably call that rape, or like Bailey being like, mm-hmm. that you were raped. Do you feel like you were raped? Yeah. Well then it was. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well and I think yeah it's just something I think a lot of people don't realize in their head what it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's hard and to process, which is why waiting a week, I mean
2: a week is nothing. It seems like nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I well, I didn't like, have proof. I do of think. That. Yeah, I, just... I do think one thing about like what you're describing in the BDSM community is that it seems like there's like a dialogue and I feel like I don't know. I feel like we're talking about like the whole like rape thing. Because there is like just the fact that it's like acknowledged that there's some kind of protocol and the fact that you're like, yes, there's a problem. Like I don't think it's happening like in like your dungeon community any more than it's happening in the world. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. But like you're actually like Addressing it. Addressing it. Even even if if it's thorny and you don't know
1: what's happening. And it's like
2: it's like awful, but like it's not necessarily any more awful because it's like BDSM play than it is like just normal relationships yeah normal
1: relationships are also really complicated and difficult to figure out yeah
2: normal relationships usually there's not enough
0: dialogue that's always what my problem was was that there wasn't enough dialogue and -hmm. so i think when i was young when i was younger i had a lot of bad sex experiences because i didn't really understand how to have sex and so all my sex was just how to like
1: have sex or how to communicate
0: Either Because like I was having se- Like sex without being Like wet Right And I did that for years Oh It's mm-hmm. dangerous Yeah that's yeah. a Walmart <coughs> Yeah
1: Poor cat. But I didn't even
0: know But I didn't even like know What sex was Because I didn't really understand it I well, never I didn't watch porn So I didn't really know What sex was Until Well porn's not real sex I mean But
1: I mean it's yeah. a kind of How are you sex. supposed
0: to figure it out? Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. But my partner, I don't think my partner's understood how to communicate it either because they are also wow. a we lot of them were young have, too. We
1: don't have frank conversations about sex. Yeah. We.
0: Yeah. We okay. need them. But people in the BSM community, that's a nice thing, is that it's all about communication. You know, you. Mm-hmm. It's like your friend where he he knows what he, he's looking for something. He knows what he's looking for.
1: Yeah, he definitely.
0: So yeah, he's communicating what he wants and what he he's needs. Being
1: very clear and specific
0: yeah so that's what you that's and we what read you his do. little
1: profile yeah <laughs> 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 it's yeah it's, it's good yeah I think he really thought that we were judging him but we we're like no it's great
0: yeah well it's because I feel like everyone in the kink community we all think that we're all like a bunch of weirdos too like what we're doing is weird because a lot of people just are judging us too yeah like people judge you within the kink community already and then people judge you outside
1: I mean, mm-hmm. I'm really afraid of being judged about the liking to read about werewolf nodding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of it. I've never heard of werewolf nodding.
1: It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, like, totally, it's a thing that some people like, including me.
0: But I find, like, I find all things sex to be kind of interesting and fascinating. Yeah. Like, I have people who do, I know fr- people who do needle play and it's interesting yeah. I would just never
1: do it and I can't yeah. watch I mean, it I what does needle out. play? i sticking needles into
0: people
2: mm-hmm. oh like Albert Fish
0: what? I don't know. There I don't was know what a, Fish is. There
2: was a serial killer in the 1920s. His name was Albert Fish. <laughs> oh, my God. And was Of course there was a serial killer. killer
1: in the 1920s named Albert well, Fish. Well, yeah. Now,
2: he like, who used needles. He, like, killed and ate a bunch of kids. He was really weird. And he would also, like, have his... He was like, super, like, masochistic.
1: Oh, was he the one who had them, like, paddle him?
2: Yeah, he would have his... He had, like, ten kids, even though he was, like, going around murdering all these kids in the community. He didn't... Apparently he didn't abuse his own kids. But this sounds like his, abuse his to me. His own biological? His own yeah. biological kids. Um, this sounds like abuse to me though. He would have his biological children invite their friends over and then he would like have them paddle his bare butt. And when they caught him, they said it yeah. took longer to electrocute him or something. Cause they gave him the electric chair after he was convicted, but they say he had like 20 needles in his dick, like he, that he shoved up his urethra uh-huh. that like conducted the electricity or something. I think that's like an urban legend though. Have you heard of sounding before?
1: Yeah, I was just going to say. No, some people are real obsessed that? with it. Sounding. You know, weird.
2: I, like, this is my,
0: like, weird kink thing that I don't like. That I don't tell called? people. What that is this word? called? It's called sounding. It's when sounding. you
1: stick a piece of metal, and there's a a more safe way to do this. But there's, it's Doesn't never have... safe, but there's more, there's safer ways to do this. You don't have, you, have to
0: actually do a, a piece stick of, a, a, a needle. You stick a something,
1: anything. Okay. Up the urethra in somebody. Well, it can be male or female.
0: Yeah, but usually uh, it's for men. But men are the okay, ones who are yeah. known
1: for being into it, where you stick a needle up somebody's their urethra of their dick.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: oh. Into their dick, like it's a. Oh.
2: They have and there's like a little hook on the end. I've seen
1: that. The hook on the end to keep it from.
2: Yeah, going on going right. into
1: their bladder, which because like there are lots of people who get sent to the emergency room sticking a bunch of paper clips up their dick. <sighs> And then they just get trapped up in there, up in their bladders, not even Uh, in their dick. And then, yeah, yeah, I heard an ER doctor tell a story about how she was like, well, I don't care what you do on your own time, but there was this guy who came in because he was having problems. We x-rayed him and we found... um, When we admitted him, we x-rayed him and we found six paperclips inside of his bladder. Um, And uh, we were like, well, we're going to admit you for surgery to remove those. Um, And by the time... Like, they admitted him like immediately because he's having serious problems with like, I think bleeding.
2: Well, yeah, jeez, jeez, uh, yeah. and
1: by the time like they they there there was no moment where he went home or anything. They started prepping him for surgery, and by the time they 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 had X-rayed him and found six in there.
2: Oh, so then there was more,
1: and there was like eight. He had somehow done that in like like a short. There was also a time span given. Yeah. It was like twenty minutes or something. Yeah. He was
2: like, well, they're gonna go in and get him out anyway, so so might as
1: well have a couple more.
2: Yeah, what's two more when there's all these, right?
1: Yeah. Oh. And
2: I like,
1: I don't know. I can I share really personal.
2: I don't. I'm not gonna give you permission.
1: Never mind. It doesn't matter. I
2: do whatever Everybody, you want. I'm not the giver of permission. You you do what you want.
1: I I get I sort of get that one actually. It's really weird and freaky to sounding what to be into into sounding. Yeah. yeah. I mean I really like your ethereal stimulation. It sounds like it would be a natural extension of that.
0: Oh, I mean I think it sounds fantastic. I mean like as a female to have something put in my vagina, it sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> For a man to have the closest experience. To that, sounds sounds like the best. It sounds, it sounds like a, it sounds amazing. It sounds
1: scary to do with anything long.
0: I, I would don't not know. do paper clips or needles. I, no. I would do like yeah. these. They actually make sounding rods. That yeah, like no, that's what I'm it. talking. About. Yeah. Those are the safer.
1: Yeah, that's like the yeah. that's the way you should do it with the surgical lube loop, loop mm-hmm. that and the like a an, a thing that's actually made to do this. But yeah,
0: right. So that's what they. Yeah, like that a sounds lot of interesting and love. they and they'll, they'll run an electric current <laughs> through it though. Yeah, see it? no, I mean I get that. I mean, that that sounds, makes sense. Yeah, like a, a little
1: buzz of things feels nice on other parts. Like I'm not, I've never tried any of that, but like, yeah, I get. It seems like a natural extension of some other things that I get.
0: Yeah, that's how I see it, and I think it's on I think it sounds like it'd be great. I'm like
1: in in like in yeah.
0: However, when you talk to a man about sticking about being into sticking things up their like pee hole, they kind of just like what?
1: Like, yeah, like, they cringe all over their entire in? body.
0: Yeah, well, straight men are afraid of having anything stuck in them. It's they'd, they'd see it uh, unmasculine
1: as a, to be penetrated.
0: Yes, exactly. In any respect. Well, they can't be the bottoms. That's the bo- that's how it
2: goes.
1: Yeah. No, this is why, it's why I gang, don't or something. I don't fuck with that.
2: Yeah. I'm just thinking about having a rod shoved up my (laughs) urethra and how horrifying that would be. (laughs) I just cannot think about it. I mean, I've actually literally seen porn of, like, men doing that. Mm -hmm. I've, like, watched it and been into that, like, two men together. But I, like, never considered doing it as as a person with a vagina. Mm -hmm. And... No, I have found it
1: specifically Uh, I found a cis woman Doing it among other things And seemed to really enjoy it And it was cool Um, And then a trans guy did it too Yeah. And I was like this is neat He was doing it like to himself And like
2: (laughs) I don't want anything in my urethra It was I don't know. I've had some urinary tract infections. So now whenever I masturbate, I just, like, try to stay as far away from my urethra See, as possible. I... I wasn't thinking I, about that. That might... Yeah, yeah no, that would cabin. be really bad urinary tract infection-wise. It's just the, the
0: sizes that bother me. They make some really big sizes. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I don't know nice. if I'd go huge, but... Mm-hmm. Something reasonable, maybe, personally. I just... I mean, if I had a... If my I had a dick a and it was all out in
2: front, that would be one thing. Song. But, like... With a vagina, it's all together in there, yeah. you know? So you don't want to go poking stuff up in there because you don't know what you're going to hit. I don't know. Because if you have a dick, though, you're like, there it is.
1: I don't know. I just sort of right? like... I don't know. There's a part of me, I think, that like sort of as like a trans, like that sort of like thinks of like is like wired to be like, oh, there's a, like a dick. It's like a dick. I have a dick, but I don't. But I do.
2: Yeah.
1: And it just is like...
2: I mean, good good for you. I don't no judgment. know. No judgment. So
1: agree to disagree, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean, everybody, that's...
1: Different strokes for yeah. different folks.
2: Uh, it's like literally different strokes. Ha.
0: Ha.
1: Cactus. Ha. You, you. Oh,
0: cactus. <laughs> but I watched, like, a demo on it, and... Oh, yeah? Yeah. A and d- that was really what sold me on it. <laughs> I watched it, and then I talked. It was, like, a friend of mine, like, did, like... He allowed it to ha- have something stuck there, and he just was like, "This is the greatest thing ever." Oh, like he, a like a real life
2: demo. Yeah oh.
0: yeah. oh. Yeah. Maybe I should have explained explained it better. I watched this woman <laughs> shove meant... this rod in this guy's uh, dick, dick, and then she like put ran electric current through it. Was oh. he
1: erect or?
0: No, I don't. Well, not. he was like, I think, I think he he might have been a little erect. Okay. You don't have to be erect for it, but however right. she's going to stick a rod...
1: I just don't that's know. ...and to make
0: it... It made it grow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. But having a woman... <laughs> Interesting. Having a woman touch your dick generally does that for most men.
2: <laughs> have you heard of puppy play before?
1: Yes. We've heard so much about puppy play, or pup play. Pup from play from Ernest. Ernest.
2: He's really into pup play. I still don't... Are really anonymous... He is, pu- he, is he a puppy... Friend yes. Ernest,
1: whose name is not really Ernest.
2: He's a puppy. Yeah. I know
1: is he I thought I don't he know. was just into I like he'd know. heard a lot about it.
2: What is I don't think puppy? he is.
1: I don't think he's a puppy.
2: Wait. I, I still think he don't knows really know people who are. What's a puppy?
1: It's where you pretend to be a dog. Mhm. I, th- I don't think he does. I, I think he's I maybe know. dabbled, but I don't think he I does really. How's his profile? Oh, maybe.
2: Does, does he have that? a collar? No. Nope. No, Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's not into it. Maybe he, he was laughing about it. He with us.
1: He thinks it's funny how ridiculously common it is with the gay guys.
2: Oh, it is.
0: Like I, because I do he's some like, puppy play, and they, and like all the models for puppy play are all men.
2: Who are the? What is the model? The what do demo people.
0: Like the no, I mean like when you go to online to buy stuff because oh. it's like you get oh. it, like the tails are all
2: anal. Plugs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, girl, people with vaginas can do anal plugs.
2: That's
0: true. However, yeah. the models on websites are all men. Yeah. 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 So, have you seen
1: the pig masks?
0: Uh, I think a little bit. Because
1: those really. freak me out. <laughs> the dog masks aren't great, but the pig masks really freak me out.
0: Really? I don't really get
2: the pig. The I've never leather
1: pig. half mask mean pig thing.
2: I have <laughs> I not seen yet. that.
1: Do you want me to find you no, one?
2: No, it's okay.
1: Because I can go and find you I'm one. I'm
2: okay. Okay. But they,
0: uh, I never, I don't know anything about pig play. I, <laughs> like,
1: I don't know if it's necessarily pig play. It's just, like, something you wear as a dom. You're like, I'm a mean pig. Or, or actually, no, there is pig play because it's, like, you're a greedy pig. Like, I don't know. I think there's some stuff.
2: Like, there's you know, animal plugs uh, with
1: little curly tails.
2: Yeah, I've seen those. Like, squeal for me piggy that mm-hmm. like movie it's like a
1: gay thing I think mo- more than a than a straight BDSM thing I think it's more of a gay BDSM thing no, there was thing.
2: that movie though what, movie? what are you talking about that movie that that line is from <sighs> oh. squeal for me pig yeah
1: is that a line from a... it's
2: a line from a movie what movie the, it's that movie oh. everybody knows that movie oh. totally yeah that movie Wait. that Titanic oh. No, not Titanic.
1: Um, the Notebook. Um,
2: I know someone who identifies as a dragon. Ah! Uh, wow! Well, then... Uh,
1: I want to hear so much more about that. Wow!
0: Well, well, I don't. I don't know much about dragon play. What's there, dragon what's there play. B. I don't know. I'm not actually friends with them. They go to the... There's pet play on Friday nights. (laughs) Yeah. And so all the puppies show up and all the puppies play together. It's like super Uh, cute. It's so much fun. The dog park. Yeah, the
1: dog park.
2: Deliverance? Deliverance. What's that? Oh, a, what is that? It's like a classic film. I've it heard is. the name of it. What's Classic a, scene from Deliverance, it? Squeal Like a Pig. Deliverance is a 1972 American thriller film produced and directed by John Borman and starring John Voight, Burt Reynolds, Ned Beatty, and Ronnie Cox, with the latter two making their feature film debut.
0: Mm,
1: don't know. It's
2: like like a, like a s- secret sexual fantasy scene of like Straight men. straight men are weird. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because so like much they, buried. So, like, there's like so, much... so many straight men have like referenced this scene and like to each other and they're like squeal like a pig and I'm like, this is like a weird rape in the woods. They're not even. I don't even think that they realize that they're referencing it. That's the thing with
0: straight men is that they think that they think that what they're saying is like cool or they think that they're deaf that they have depth, but sometimes that they're they're really shallow and there's no depth to them. But however, I'm just making a very generalized yeah. statement and I... I mean
1: not hashtag not all straight men.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Hashtag not all men cactus.
0: No, I'm sorry. This is what I just gotta have a relationship bad relationship with a man. That's why.
1: Oh <laughs> we're is. we're saying that ironically. We I mean No,
2: I agree with you. so, so straight men are horrible.
1: We're yeah. We're here to trash men. Obviously. Yeah. We're they're here like... for man trashing. Yeah,
2: for, for well, force... there's
0: are good ones, maybe. I know that's yeah. how it feels, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel like the one, like my favorite men that I've gotten along with, like from Tinder, were all men who identified as some other sexuality besides straight. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a poly guy I talked to last summer who was really great. And then I talked to this one guy who was I think pansexual, and he, I don't even think he was. He might have been non. He might have been non-gender. But it was like years ago. But he was just really great to talk to. He was so easy and so open-minded.
1: If he was non-binary, then he was, like, basically not, like, I mean, he might, he, I don't know how he preferred to identify us, but, like...
0: Yeah, I don't remember. That's what I was thinking. If he was,
1: if he was more than just, like, more than a man,
0: He. <laughs> you know? He d- he looked like like a non-binary like if there is some sort of definition for someone who was is non-binary because he had like this long red hair that was really nice good. and he looked kind of clean and he was kind of clean. He looked <laughs> clean. Men aren't clean. Yeah, no, men are not clean. They <laughs> clean. clean plain, cleanliness okay. is female. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes. That's how I feel sometimes. But yeah. he was just he yeah. was a clean yeah, there's male. Something to that. He was really straightforward and he. He was easygoing. <laughs> he had nice skin. He was really the natural stuff, and
1: and long red hair,
2: long, long hair, hair. hair that he sounds was pretty nice. sexy. Mm-hmm. I want to Tormund. huh? Right,
1: what? You want know
2: to send you his name? Oh, the <laughs> guy <laughs> from the no, Wildlings. No, the guy from the
1: the Free Folk.
2: I was making a Game of Thrones joke. Yeah,
1: who's in love Did with uh, Brienne?
2: The one who's in love with yeah, Brienne. Yeah, yeah, torment, whatever. But he has beautiful red hair too. Yeah. That's what we're saying. That's yeah. what we're saying.
1: He's good. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh,
0: so the recent thing that I've discovered is completely different from all the BSM talk. Is that? Um, is that there's a large chance that I was sexually abused as a child, and that's been girl hidden in girl. my back in my mind.
2: Yes. Welcome to the club.
1: The shitty club.
2: It's so terrible here. Yeah. But I, you know how I discovered it?
0: Because I was talking to a friend of mine who, me and her have like similar sexual stuff going on and, and feelings. And so we get along really well in the BDSM kind of sense and stuff like that. And, but she has nightmares a lot and I have a lot of nightmares. And people with nightmares are commonly linked to having childhood trauma that was hidden away. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know so I don't know if anything's happened, but that's been like my recent big thing of figuring out. That's been the recent thing this year
2: is figuring out if I have or not.
1: Me that too. Is
2: a rough one. Yeah. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, no, that's that's hard. I started to have like recovered memories when I was like nineteen. Yeah. I don't know. She,
0: my friend, like, actually asked her mom about it because I've, like, Googled it and then Googled, that's what, that's what they tell you as the cause of nightmares is going to, is some sort of childhood trauma.
2: Well, what kind of nightmares are you having?
0: Um, I
2: have a lot of nightmares
0: about someone being in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I was sleeping here alone, I'd have a nightmare about someone entering the hotel or someone standing in the corner of the hotel, something like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I I've had those dreams for a long for a long time, I think.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then but I don't I don't really remember it. There's just there's stories like that I've talked to my mom about where she's mentioned like that my cousin Like, one time I was playing hide-and-go-seek with my cousin, or with my cousins, because there's, like, four, there's, like, five of us, and one of my cousins, he was, like, a year older, and he was adopted, like, that same, like, the year that we were playing hide-and-go-seek, and And so we're both Mm. in the closet hiding together, and he's like, well, if we lay on top of each other, they definitely won't find us then. That's how mom and dad hide. Mm. Mm. So and my mom found us laying on top of each other in a closet and she's like, Okay, you guys can't do this anymore
2: mm-hmm. Or I
0: came home and or I came home from my grandma's house and told her about it. And she's like, Okay, this needs to stop happening. We cannot have like these little kids laying on top of each other in a closet, like that kind of stuff.
1: Like mom and dad do. Um, yeah. You
0: know? yeah, and that's I think that it was like some similar That that is kind of the thing that was like it's supposed to be something sexual because he didn't yeah. know. But he was, he was, like, nine, so he's at a male point where he might be kind of discovering himself, and you can't be playing that game with, like, a girl, with, like, a girl, too. Yeah. And she didn't feel like it was right for us to be, like, left alone, unsupervised, with my, with our grandmother, who was, like, just way too old to be watching five little kids. Yeah. Because it was... I mean, the ages was like so he was nine and then I was eight and then my younger cousin was like seven and then my brother like it just like went down the chain to like to like our cousin Dustin so it was just too much for mm. her to watch so there it's not and it's not like that might, that incident might have happened several times that was just the one that my mom caught
2: hmm.
0: but I don't know and this is just something. It's just something where, like, the pieces are finally being put together. Because they're... Because I think everybody in the BSM community is kind of there for a reason. Yeah. And the more I talk to people, the more I bet people. They all seem to have something going on in their life that causes them to be here. And the need, need to be, like, physically hurt or to be physically
2: dominated. You know? Yeah. Like, well, restructuring your trauma is a really big thing. Yeah. And, like...
1: Especially... I mean, it can be really healthy to, I don't or know. they, I don't know what I, it is. It can be a really strong urge to restructure it in a way that you have control over it.
2: I had, I, I like, have always like, fantasized about being raped. Yeah. Almost, almost every time I masturbate. Um, But like, that's one of the only things that can like, bring me to orgasm, because it's really hard for me to have an orgasm. Yeah. But I like, can't. I mean, I've never had sex with anyone consensual sex as an adult. I don't know, and I was like super ashamed of it for my whole life. And then I finally told Oliver about it, and he was like, "Oh, that's re- that's super normal for somebody that was it's
1: raped." Other than vanilla yeah. sex. To fantasize
2: about it, yeah, yeah. It's
1: the number one fantasy that that.
2: And also, it's just like a really common fantasy for
1: people have, especially women.
2: Women to have is yeah.
1: rape fantasies. Where not you know where they're raping someone, but where they're being raped.
0: Yeah, it's it is it is common. However, mm-hmm. it's nearly impossible. Like I, because I like I've tried to like I fantasize up and rape and so I try to negotiate those kinds of scenes. However, yeah. it's pretty much impossible to do like a consensual raping. Yeah, someone pointed that out to me once, and they were yeah. like, "Really, what you like is being surprised," and that's kind of the best way. The negotiate a rape scene, which is kind of good because actually using the word rape, I think, kind of makes it much worse of a scene or much much worse, much scarier because you're basically saying giving someone consent to do anything that you want from them, they want to do to you. However, you can't consent to something you don't want.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's so hard.
1: Negotiating something involving consent is really... Tricky.
2: Negotiating something that involves
0: non-consent. Yeah, that's what I mean.
1: Negotiating something involves playing with the boundaries of consent is really tricky. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is. It's, and it's all. It's like that's that's what mindfuck is. Is like someone doing something that you wouldn't consent to, but you have to consent to it because you already consented to it. That kind of thing.
2: (laughs) <laughs> I feel like that's just like leaving yourself open to be re-victimized over and over and over again. Kind of, yeah. It's, I don't know. But it's like,
0: I don't know. It would be, I'm, it's like I'm trying, I guess, how I see it is like I'm just trying to experience like a surprise of it. I, I feel like the more I think about... That's why I say, like, yeah, I don't want to renegotiate in the middle of the scene because that's, like, if you're in a subspace, you can't negotiate because you're going to want to, you're just going to want to do what makes the other person happy. And. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's
1: really. Uh, yeah, you can't. You can't do that. <laughs> you just can't do that. They say, um, no, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but I found something out that um, I felt like the knowledge was very uncomfortable, but it gave me a lot of power. It seems like you already know it but in different terms, maybe. Yeah. Um, I've, like, you know, people have, like, adrenaline, the adrenaline response is a fight or flight. Yeah. But, like, if you have learned at an early age, uh, or at during a formative time of your life, uh, that fighting doesn't work, or it makes it worse, or, and you literally can't run away... Uh, there's two backup ones that you generally in responses to the kick in, which is freezing and fawn. Or freeze and fawn. And freezing is like, you know, you, it's pretty self explanatory. You just like are still. Right. And then fawning is doing whatever the other person wants and yeah. saying, like, I love you and like trying to get on their good side. Yeah. And I feel like subspace can like tap into that because a lot of like submissive stuff taps into some adrenaline responses and it's like supposed to
0: yeah i mean
1: but like being like feeling like it that's what it reminds me of when you say like if you're in subspace and you just want to do whatever they want that sounds like fun fun
0: yeah it does when i use that
1: and i learned that and was immediately really like disturbed because i was like this is what i've been doing my entire life And this is what I was doing when I was raped. I was like, her feelings are more important than mine. And this is really important to her. And she's staying with me and is somewhat physically threatening. Like, in an implicit way.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm just going to do whatever she wants.
2: Well, it's like that thing where if you go along with it, then it's not rape. Yeah. Or it won't be as bad of a rape. Well, yeah. I mean, that was the thing,
0: like, I've already... It was one, that was one of the things I broke, why I broke up with my ex was because I was just like, I can't have sex if I don't enjoy it with you. That's how I, that's what I told him. Like, I just can't do that. Mm hmm Like, we're just not going to be able to have sex. And if you are willing to stay in a relationship with me and not have sex, then maybe we could do this. But he, like, I, like, we were already not having sex. And that was the one thing he needed was he had to have sex. And I was like, well, we can't have sex right now.
2: I mean, if you don't want... If you're not into it, and you're like telling him you're not into it, then it's not sex that you're having. And if he still wants it, then he doesn't want to have sex with you. He wants to rape you. Because that's what rape is. If you tell him, I'm not interested, and he's like, you have to do it with me, then at that point, he's no longer asking you to have sex with him. He's asking you... He's he's not asking you, he's telling you I want to rape you.
0: Yeah. That's how well, I see
2: it. Yeah, I, I just mm-hmm.
0: like I've already done that enough for somebody for other people and it's just having sex without wanting sex is not good. And that's kinda of thing that's kinda of the bottom line with it all. And I don't blame other people. I'm just at this point in my life where I if I don't if I can't put my, if I I should not put myself in that situation if I can. That's the bottom line, is if I cannot, if I don't want it, like, I should just, I shouldn't have to argue with this.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a really important, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Well, (laughs) he was (laughs) really,
0: he, he was really hard, it was really hard with him on that. He was just, like, really confused, and, like, because we've had sex, and so it was weird. The whole thing was just, because you've had sex
1: before, so you're allowed to, no. yeah,
0: Yeah, I mean...
2: It's like that what is it it's not American like you're science? signing a
1: contract no, with somebody yeah,
2: no it's literally like just because you've consented once doesn't mean you've given them your consent for the you whole rest of time you can withdraw consent right. at any time yeah you can withdraw consent at any time just say right
1: that's he sounds Always. like very
2: yeah but he
1: ill-equipped to deal with any sort of kink thing because he I mean, doesn't he even understand regular to me
2: he, yeah anybody that's arguing with you anybody that you say you don't want to have sex and they're arguing with you about it that's abuse I he was arguing about it because
0: he said that if <laughs> someone told him if he's gonna have this conversation with cactus he needs to think about what he, what he has to have and has has to have from our relationship so that was that was the bottom line there that's why he was he said that he had to have sex
1: no and
0: then but I it's went not into it but I went into sex. it no.
2: Yeah, it's not, sex, not if you sex, sex if you don't want it. If you don't it. want yeah. it, it's rape. No. So if he has, he you can't, you cannot force someone to have sex with you because sex is a consensual act. So it's not something that you can have to have.
1: It's not something that right. you can need from someone yeah, else. you can't
2: need. You can. You can
1: maybe need sex in general. But you'll be able to find yeah, someone yeah. to have consensual sex with you. Yeah,
2: if you if you need sex. Like, that's
1: a thing that's You can go
2: go find somebody who will have sex with you. Right. But, it's like, not... you can't need sex from a certain person rega- at a certain, regard- time, at a certain or ever. time regardless of their wants and desires. Because then you need to rape them. Yeah. Because, like, sex is yeah. A mutual. Yeah. You know. I,
1: there are he, people who are. Hmm.
2: Yeah, he was just.
1: ...have been attracted to, but I just...
2: I mean, I, like, I've been attracted to a lot of people, and the, just, like, the idea, just, like, the very idea of, like, doing anything to them that they didn't, weren't, like, active, enthusiastic participants in literally makes me sick to my stomach. And, like, if there's a person that wants that from you, like, wants you to unenthusiastically force yourself to participate in a sexual act with them that is a person that is very has a lot of problems. Yeah, he does. Well like actually
0: he is. <laughs> I mean he has a problem that every straight male that's a lot that a lot of straight males seem to have, and that's he has to have sex in order to prove himself, right?
1: Just like basically burn all the incels to the ground and he sounds like he's basically
2: one of them.
0: I mean I he's guess. what I realized was that he's just a basic white male.
2: Right. It does seem like they're all like that. It does. Uh, it's yeah. a basic white male. It yeah. does seem. I've I've yeah. met a few that weren't. He. I made a really I, weird. No, face. it's true. I have met yeah. a couple of men. I feel like who were not rapists. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cis straight white. Yeah. Men who were not rapists. And I think.
2: I, yeah. I think, I think a I couple. Have. Of I think I have. here and there. I think I can say with confidence that I have. All right, survivors. There was a brief. Cactus has left the the Survivor Island.
1: Voluntarily, of her own free will. Thank you,
2: Cactus. Thank
1: you, Cactus. For
2: your time on the Survivor Island, you've been voted off. Uh,
1: (laughs) By default, you've been voted off. By default, you've
2: been voted off. Anyway. (laughs) Cactus's girlfriend came and got her. (laughs) Yeah. And then she was really tired from work, so... They were
1: really nice. We didn't have time to do an outro. food for our sick dog. Yeah, our dog is
2: sick. Oh, update um, on the exciting adventures of your host. This episode was recorded live on the road.
1: We're in Kansas City. We're in Kansas
2: City, Missouri. Should
1: we say that? Does that identify as too much? No, I don't
2: think so. We had the amazing opportunity to speak today with our good, good friend, Cactus. Cactus.
1: And also briefly with her girlfriend. Girlfriend. Who seems lovely. Yeah, she seems really sweet. And fixed a dishwasher. All the best.
2: All the best to. Um, Cactus and Cactus's girlfriend, who brought our sick dog,
1: some eggs, eggs and, rice. and rice. It was very Cactus sweet. After working a double <laughs> for seventeen hours, and yeah. then she's going to work in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So she seems like a, a winner.
2: She does seem like a winner. Good or, job, Cactus. Uh, a keeper. That's what the word a keeper, I'm looking for. A I winner guess. and a keeper. Both. Good job, Cactus. There's a war going on out there, survivors.
1: And in the immortal words of Audrey Lord.
2: Your silence will not protect you. We'll be checking in.
1: Keep on surviving.
2: Keep on keeping on. What was I going to say?
1: Uh, I don't know.
2: I I had something to say. It doesn't matter. Um. Bye, guys.